0: Welcome to the Dry Bar Comedy Podcast, the podcast where you can hang out and laugh with your favorite Dry Bar comedians. As usual, it's Taylor Nielsen. And
1: yeah, it's me, Jordan Macon. I like how you said comedians just then. It was so smooth.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you like the timbre of my voice or something your voice, like that. Your voice has a, a gravelly smoothness to it today, and I'm, I'm liking it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's because uh, <laughs> I have had a cold.
1: Oh, it's well, a, keep it up, man. Yeah, i always <laughs> just be a little <laughs> bit of sick,
0: just for radio.
1: It's good. Yeah, it adds mystique to it.
0: Well, great. Should we just jump to our guest today?
1: Uh, yeah, I think we should head to the clip.
0: Let's do
2: it. So like I tell you, my grandmother raised me, beautiful lady. We um, had a nickname for it; We called her Go-Go. I, I, don't know, I don't know why. It's not like she ever went-went. You, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Love Go-Go, man. We, we, were, we were like, that's, that's, my, that's my heart right there. But you know, she had funny ways about it. Like every time uh, my grandmother, every time Gogo burned rice, which was every time Gogo cooked rice, <laughs> it was always my fault that she burned the rice. You know, like I'm playing video games, she comes walking in, she, I say, hey, Gogo." She's like, boy, you're trifling. What, you mean to tell me you sitting right in here and you can't smell the rice burning? <laughs> Sorry, I thought you had that. I thought that was your thing. Goes on and on, almost a daily occurrence. I'm outside playing, still happens. I'm outside, Gogo comes, calls me up. I run upstairs, we're on the fifth floor. I run upstairs, hey, Gogo, what's up? Boy, you're trifling. What? She's like, you mean to tell me you right outside and you can't see the smoke? (laughs) Coming out the window? This happens all the time. I grow up, I move away, I go to college, right? I get a call in my dorm, pick up the phone, it's Gogo. Hey, Gogo, why are you trifling? <laughs> like, Gogo, listen, I'm 100 miles away from you, okay? I can't, I can't see it, I can't smell it. She said, turn to Channel 6. <laughs> so you know
1: who it is. You've seen him on Conan, Comedy Central, his two dry bar specials, just believe it. And Dwayne explains, Welcome to the podcast, Wayne Perkins. We're happy Thank to you. have you. Thank here, you man. for
2: having me. Thank you so much. Um, it's good to be here, guys. I, I I I like Utah a lot, and I love uh, this street in Provo. I don't know any other street, but this street <laughs> yeah. is my jam. What, I promise what's you. A nice what do you like about it? I like the way it looks. It has that ski town look. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, it, it's like well, every time I come to a place like not only this, like Provo, but any any ski town you've been to like park city in, have you been yeah, up there park yeah park city but other other ones too like that are like in the shadow of the mountain kind of you get there and you're like oh i can live here everything i need is right here and it's yeah. and then I, and i'm i'm pretty sure like two weeks later you're like this is what is this everything's here nothing <laughs> else you know what i mean so um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I, I keep i keep the mystique but i'm always tempted to move to like a ski kind of place cause yeah everyone knows everyone and it's kind of chill do you like um, skiing uh, it's a good question. I, <laughs> I would say yes and no. Now, uh, I can ski a little. I've, I've been skiing maybe five times in my life. Can't snowboard at all. Did it once or twice. Yeah. Spent all day falling down. Um, but the last two or three times I've skied, uh, I don't want to, you know, might be a weird flex, but, um, it's been in Dubai. Whoa. So right. I only like skiing indoors now. You know what I mean? Cause Dubai doesn't have snow, obviously. I was, yeah, it was bad. And, but they have like one or two. The mall, like one of the malls, I think they have two, but one, the one I go to is called ski, ski Dubai. And it's like, great. You show up in, in your shorts. You know, it's, it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah. Right. And you go to the mall and then you give them like 40 or 50 bucks and they give you like an outfit, like a ski suit. And it's like this big fridge.
0: You're blowing my mind right yeah. now. And I... then
2: you ski and it's one ski lift and you just ski for, you know, you, it's really one hill. But, you know, you, you there's... There's an advanced way and there's a, a you know easy way. You do that a few times and then you uh, you leave. You go you go to Orange Julius. I think that's how skiing. <laughs> oh, that sounds so convenient. Did you yeah, know yeah, about
1: yeah. that? I didn't know this I've existed. Never, I've never heard of that. That's I'm, amazing. I'm a born and raised Utah person. Right, I've right. never been skiing in my life. Is that right? Because I have terrible balance. I can't oh, even roller skate. Yeah. But and it just but it seems like such a commitment. Sauce?
2: is that what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pizza.
0: Like that. Pizza. What's the other
1: one?
2: Yeah. It's all pizza. It's all pizza to me. the other way. <laughs> yes. So uh, I do like skiing and I like ski towns, but indoors I like skiing indoors. I know that's but so they have fake snow in there. <laughs> yeah, they have right. fake snow. And that's wild uh, to
1: me. But it's also so much more cost efficient because if you go skiing here, it's a whole day and you have to rent all this equipment. Right, right. But right. this you pay forty bucks. I'd try it.
2: And it's the thing is, I don't know about the sort of carbon footprint of it all. <laughs> Because it's like did god want us to snow did god want us to ski in dubai it I? seems a little twisted a little yeah long, yeah like, i think <laughs> like in the sand right you could do some i'm sure there's some sort of sand skiing but yeah they said no this is what we're doing <laughs> that's amazing yeah. i mean what else they got in the mall over there oh they got everything everything we have uh there's one call i forget the name of it but every section of the mall is like a different region of the world it's really nice. And it's kind of lame to go, to go to these places and go to the mall. But this is where we're at. I, <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I was in India once. I was in Bangalore. And India is great. But it was like, I'm a New Yorker, but I couldn't keep up. It was just so much. It was stimulus overload. Entire families on scooters. Like... Like the, the road, like the, the lanes on the streets, they're just suggestions. You know, like it, it's <laughs> yeah, just yeah, bananas. Yeah. It's a great place. But then I, I was there for a few days and I was like, this is a lot. And I saw a mall and I was like, ah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this I, I, I understand. It, I yeah, I yeah. There's maps. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just going to go to the mall. Same thing in Bangkok. Uh, there's a mall there called uh, Terminal 21. and Each floor is like a different part of the U.S., like, it's like the San Fran, San Fran floor, the New York floor. Really? And I, I love that place. And I stayed near there. <laughs> and people are like, what did you do in uh, Bangkok? I went to the mall. I went to the <laughs> mall. But they do have a food court that is, like, tremendous. Yeah. yeah. That's like awesome. Yeah. And the food court, like, for $10, you eat like a king because you get these tickets. And they're, like, vendors. So that's kind of, like, oh, legit. Cool. It's like a street street vendor's in the mall so it's it's legit malls are kind of like an embassy
0: for you kind of when you're (laughs) right right, exactly how was the provo
1: floor of that mall
0: was it right
2: (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah i like i like provo and i um i love the crowds here i just was thinking because i had a show in ogden last night i think the crowds here are just sort of like really good for um working out material because they they're like they're, they're they're game, you know. Yeah. It's not like they they're going to laugh at anything, but they're also not like unfriendly and yeah. sometimes that helps, you know, right. especially if a joke is a newer joke you're trying to work it out. And what I love about that joke we just showed is a few things. Um it's really one of the first jokes I ever wrote as a stand-up. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to 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 sort of talk about it because It's it's not only one of the first jokes I wrote. It's it's also true. Um, It's one of the first jokes that sort of validated me to know I could do this. Right. Because I would do that joke. I started comedy in Harlem, you know, and um, it was I would be like I would do well, you know, as a as a new comic, you know, doing just your your four to five minutes, four to five minutes. I would do well. I would bomb. I would do well. I would bomb. It was very hit or miss. But the crowds in Harlem and um, the black crowds, they, they would always, that joke they loved, you know? Oh, yeah. And then the other comics, like, you know, when you first start, you don't know what you are. But I think the other comics from the early, early days, they all sort of, um, they they sort of validated me that I was a good writer. And so when, when you tell someone they're good at something, they they they're going to, like, be even better at that thing. Yeah. They're gonna do it more and more and more. For sure. So like that joke made sort of like set my identity because some of the other, like I remember one comic, he's a really good actor. His name is Kevin. His last name escapes me, but he's been in a lot of things. And he did comedy for a little while. He's more of an actor though. And he said, man, you have something we don't have. You know how to write jokes. And I'm like literally hadn't been on stage five times. Uh-huh, you know? wow. And so to have someone tell you that, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I guess, you know what I mean? And what's great about that joke or what touches me is two times. It's it's happened many times, but the first two times I did that joke at some outdoor event in somewhere in the Midwest. And someone came up to me. It was actually a white person. And I never knew this, I promise you, right? And um, so my my grandmother, her name was Gloria. We called her Go-Go. And I gave her that nickname. But before I could even remember talking. So I never knew one day i asked her why do we call you that she was like you you started it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when i first learned how to speak i called her gogo and was i trying to say gloria was i trying to say grandmother i don't know but i called her gogo and then so i'm doing a show in the midwest a white person of all first the first person told me comes up to me and he's like you know gogo is like a direct translation for grandmother in most of africa really yeah like um probably western africa also in south africa and i was like interesting and even when i went to south africa and i did that joke they were like they would always doubt it they were like you you had to know that right yeah like you're and i'm like no i promise you i didn't yeah. i didn't know that so when that joke plays now um like when people because the other thing is i never did that joke on tv i had stopped doing the joke kind of retired so when when Drive bar called i was like you know what i'm gonna See if I can revitalize this. Hadn't done it in like 10 years. Yeah. So even as I watch it, that version, I'm like, oh, I missed the line.
1: Uh-huh. I'm realizing
2: now, because I hadn't done it, because I'm supposed to, like, the, the way the joke, back in the day when I used to do it, it was, I would say, hey, go-go, and then she would say, don't you, hey, go-go me. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> it's just a little beat that would have changed it a bit. So anyway, when it, when 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 Drybar posts that video, people will will email me and comment, remind, like, now I know, but... People are always like, that means grandmother in you know, most of Africa. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Whoa.
1: The, but uh, what I've found out is if you go to Africa and ask people where it came from, they go, well, Dwayne started that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he started, so we do it All now. Right, that right, means right. grandmother. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So when,
2: and then the, the dry bar thing, the beauty, the beauty of it for me is sometimes just not knowing what something is like if you flash back, whatever six years ago seven years ago and oh uh i get contacted you want to do this dry bar thing it's in utah i'm like oh great in my mind i'm like i can do uh old jokes and i can do jokes that uh i've never done that might fit this crowd right i didn't think about it too much i didn't know what it was i thought it was just gonna like be this comedy streaming or i just pictured a server in utah with some comedy on it yeah that, uh-huh. that utah people could you know subscribe <laughs> and see right right or, or mormon <laughs> however you want to look at it and then when they start and dry bar of all the um all the people i've worked with at least all the because i i had a special on netflix before called take note now it's not on netflix it's on other streaming services but Netflix um, licensed it for two years uh-huh. and shout out to them. But every uh, other people, uh, every other organization or whatever you want to call it network or I've done business with, they don't promote like Drybar does. So Drybar right. did a great job. So when That's I, cool. when I started seeing these clips online, I was like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know they were going to do that. And it, they probably told me it's probably in the contract. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. And so what's good is that had I known, I probably would have done something different. And I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I just came in thinking it was just a fun thing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And then it, it it's actually worked out really well. And more people recognize me from Dry Bar than anything else, even my my first special, and even overseas and places like that. Like it it has a fun, it has there. way more reach than than I think people could imagine. Yeah, so, I think ooh. a lot
1: of people, especially because you you did your first special on the earlier seasons, a lot of right, people came right. in. Being like, I don't know what this is. Seems cool, I guess. Right, And then right. stuff blew up, which is cool. It's exciting. Yeah,
2: exactly. So I was, I'm so glad I did that joke because th- there was no place for me to do it. I, I, I don't do it in my act, really. Right. And so, again, nice crowds. I'll throw this yeah. joke in. And, you know, if, if it doesn't go well, it won't crash the set because I'm going to place it just so. If it does well, fine. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. And it's
1: a cool, meaningful joke for you. Exactly, kind of exactly. So set you on the path and stuff. Yeah, That's right. Really.
0: So, yeah, so that talks a little about your family experience. Right, right. Uh, you use
2: that a lot in your comedy? Um, a bit. You know, I should do more. Um, it's weird. Like, I think uh, I have some bits that are personal, but since, like, my favorite comic is George Carlin, not that I don't really pattern myself after him, like, beat for beat, right. but I do think you can learn as much from a person if they share with you how they think yeah um you learn as much as you do from like what their background is and stuff like that that's why like before dating apps really were big back when like social media was first starting up it was like what kind of music do you listen to what you can almost discern so much from a person just from what their likes and dislikes are yeah totally. so i kind of like lean into that more um but yeah but that's every so now and, and then I do family stuff and it it works. Yeah, right. that's cool.
1: You're talking about, I mean, you were flexing about skiing in Dubai. Yes, yes. And you're especially you talk about being in China, right? Yes, yes. Did comedy take you all these places, or
2: how did that happen? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, China, and 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 it's weird because um, sometimes you like, you're just thankful that you speak English, you know, because everyone speaks English. Yeah. Or if they don't, there at least there is an English contingent, uh, uh, an English-speaking contingent everywhere, you know. So, um, yeah, like shows for expats or for people who who speak English as a second language um, it's taking me all over over the globe. Um, And it's weird because it makes sense when you're like you're Gabriel Iglesias or even Cat Williams or Kevin Hart. Like you expect their comedy, because they're so famous, they're gonna be, you know, maybe. And India has a billion people, right? Yeah, ten thousand of them have to know who Gabriel Iglesias is. You <laughs> right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. But in my case, <clears throat> when you're not as famous, but you can still go somewhere and do a show, and it can still be cost-effective, and they can still send you, you know, fly you over. It's really, mm-hmm. it's really cool. It's a real beautiful thing. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. You you have some good jokes about kind of cultural differences in China. Yes. Did did going to other countries ever stress you out? Because for me, I don't. I'm not like scared of other countries, but I'm scared of looking like an idiot. Right. <laughs> and, right, right, right. and So I hate going places right. where I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to act right now, and right, that always right. trusts me. I was that a learning curve for you?
2: A little bit. You know what I do is, um, it's so interesting. Like, from I learned this from movies, but also from my life, and is that like, like everyone's kind of paying paying attention to themselves, kind of. Right. Um. Now, obviously, you stand out like you would stand out in china we would all stand out in china <laughs> but for the most part you just have to like do what other people are doing yeah you know what i mean? yeah. and you just hope you don't follow some guy that's really doing something ridiculous <laughs> chose
1: the wrong guy the to follow guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i thought
1: everybody was doing this <laughs>
2: right right so and china's kind of like that it feels like new york london you know somebody in most of the in most cases i'm in a big city so I have big city experience, you know, like yeah, right. I know how to take the train. I know how to do all that stuff. It's just in me, you know, I just, yeah, you know, and when I get off the train. I just walk where they walk and I do what they do. You know what I mean? Um, but the, when the, what I like about traveling is when I, all these jokes you might see me do, right? Because especially like even from the first dry bar to now, things have changed, right? In terms mm-hmm. of people like, can he say that? Uh, uh, you know, it's like, yeah. that kind of thing. But every joke I do about a place, I wrote that joke in that place, and I did that joke in that place before I did it here. Right. And so people have to understand, like, like even last night I was about to do some of my China stuff in Ogden, and there were just enough Asian people to make it like a little weird.
0: You know what <laughs> I mean? With people, yes. like, yeah,
2: you know, like, like it's weird. Like if you do a show, if you're doing a, a black joke or whatever. Sometimes you need, like, as a white comic, you either need no black people, or you need like thirty percent, yeah, like three black people. It it might just because everyone's looking looking to see what they think. Yeah, everyone's looking at them. So that was the deal last night. So I hit a board on that joke, and I kind of did a little (laughs) bit of it. They don't know I did that. I I did a little bit of it, and I pivoted to another joke. But what they need to know is I wrote those jokes in China, uh, in you know different parts of Asia, and they laughed. Like, when I, I did a show in Beijing, and the comics there, it was an expat show, but, you know, still going to be half Chinese people, right? Yeah. And I did I did a... I wrote a whole set. Not a whole set, but my first 10 to 15 minutes. And I don't really always do this, but it just happened to be about stuff in China and other parts of Asia. And all the other comics were like, we've been living here two years, and we never thought about saying any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of kicking themselves, you know? Yeah. So... um, Yeah, these were comics that were living there, kind of full time doing. Yeah, yeah. either working or sometimes people teach English and that kind of thing. Oh, cool! You know, like you know, I've been to Beijing a few times. Um, Like what's interesting is, one time went to Beijing and I have a friend who, uh, my friend, one of my homeboys came. He flies for free, so we he met me in Shanghai and then he met this other guy that worked in his bar and then this guy was kind of cool and he was like our translator kind of right yeah and so we tried to so we're like we're gonna um come back oh no i think we went to beijing he's like oh i'm gonna come to beijing i I, I might be combining two different trips and then he was like translating and we uh got a hotel and then he was like and then they wouldn't let us stay in a hotel right no 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 worries but they didn't it was like a hotel where they didn't let foreigners stay or they just not want to deal with it. I, mean, I don't think it was, it was just like, you don't speak, whatever. <laughs> right. And so he was really upset, right? And he was like, I can't believe this. We're like, it's, it's okay. And then we got an even better hotel because we got rooms at the, uh, there's a Days Inn, right? Like in the Forbidden City. <laughs> and I, 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 that ruins that, the mistake, mystique a little bit how of does it. that happen right <laughs> so like yeah. we're staying at this days, end and like literally you look out the window that's when Tiananmen Square that's where it happened that's where the kid the guy laid down in front of the tank like yeah. it's all right there Whoa. and then you go to the Great Wall like one exit is like one entrance is like legit it's like I'm at the Great Wall of China like yo the other entrance there's a Burger King you know <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it's just you know, so um, making tra-
1: a waffle at the day's end,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> looking out the window—that's right, like, exactly, a unique experience. Exactly.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I, I love it. I love it, and and I don't—I I, I know I, I don't really blend in, obviously, but I kind of blend in when I go places, only because, um, yeah, like I don't—I don't mind being ignored, and some people ignore you, some people look at you, and you just just go with the flow. Yeah.
1: All right, you've inspired me. I can I can do more traveling now. China.
0: Yeah, and you've heard there's
1: a Burger King in China
0: so you're there <laughs> oh there's a Burger King there's a KFC <laughs> and, and a good
2: thing about the McDonald's in China is that you can get like they have Big Macs obviously but you can also get like Asian food you can get like yeah. pork, yeah porridge, I've heard that a few things like that yeah and, interesting Yeah, and if you want to do like maybe baby steps just go to like uh, either England which is you know kind of travel right yeah uh, right. different accent or like Scandinavia, most people will speak English. They'll look That's like true. you a bit, you know, just to get your your sort of training wheels. You know,
1: I went to Canada and I was totally lost. <laughs> right. no, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> 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 I had no idea what was happening in that country. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I my my algorithm on my like reels, whatever. Uh. I get a lot of like, here's what McDonald's is like in different countries. There's Are people that there will just travel and they'll be like, here's what the menu looks like yeah. and order the weirdest, right, or the right. stuff that's like the best there. And uh, it's kind of a little bit embarrassing now that I say it out loud. That's what my algorithm's feeding yeah, me. Just, so. And,
2: and so is that, <laughs> You're off the Burger King stuff. That's yeah, cool.
1: not Burger King. It's mostly McDonald's is that, in different countries. You think that's
2: going off what you say, which is a bit of a conspiracy theory? <laughs> or is it going off like what you search?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that and the old
2: wrestling clips interesting i get go. i get a lot of like i get hip-hop and basketball clips yeah and honestly i do get girls twerking i don't know how that i don't know how that happens. that's part
1: of every algorithm yeah, yeah, so, yeah. it's not i think like, that's they just, toss
2: that in there. yeah just, yeah i think so <laughs> it has nothing to do with my behavior. um i also uh in thailand like the mcdonald's there's one in bangkok like ronald mcdonald is like this he's like like there's a big statue of Ronald McDonald. He's doing like a Buddhist kind of peace kind of uh-huh. thing. It's kind of cool. Oh, that's funny. Yeah.
1: Is but that respectful for people that yeah. are there or is that weird? I wonder how that's taken. I
2: think they don't mind. But, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at it like, come on, guys. <laughs> there, there was
0: this um, KFC in, in New England somewhere. I forgot where it was. Uh-huh. But there's, uh, there's a bench and half of the bench is just the colonel. So you can just oh, sit, so on you the, sit next to the, six, colonel. Sit next like the colonel and take a picture.
2: First KFC right here in Utah. That's that?
0: right. Isn't that bizarre? Did That's you know right. that?
2: I think I, I think I wrote a joke about it because I, I work I, – I, I didn't tell you the guys this, but I also work on a game show. I, I content produce like trivia for this game show. Oh, cool. Oh, can you say oh, which one? Oh, sure. I, I think I can. Funny you should ask. Okay. Yeah, but I, I content produce. So um, I produce content. <laughs> on, so so, on that, social media meaning? and stuff it means I write for the show yeah. but yeah just, <laughs> oh okay I'm, I'm not union so I'm not I'm, I'm a union actor but I'm not a union ri- right. writer I, yeah, okay. yeah. I see so um, it's a lot of fun but yeah I, I, I think I did write that I mean he didn't start here he started somewhere else but he ended yeah
1: up- but he opened it. people are always like it doesn't make sense why would it be called Kentucky Fried Chicken but it's like if you were to open a, a chicken place in Kentucky you wouldn't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken right right so right. it's when he finally opened his what first one outside it? of uh, I would call it Utah Fried Chicken. Yeah. U- <laughs> U- UFC,
2: <No>. that's catchy. <laughs> UFC. This would, would, be, that call, would call, it'd
1: be called Colonel's Chicken Place, but right,
2: right. I don't know. Yeah, UFC would be kind of cool. And actually, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, we're all over the place. We're talking about chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, one, I told you guys I, I broke my veneer eating chicken last <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Um, I think I'm. I think it's changed me though. I think I'm going to. I don't know. I didn't grow up in the Great Depression, right? At all. But my grandmother did, and so I, I just think I got to stop eating the, the cartilage. It's just not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, what am I trying to prove? I'm trying to actually like not be like become soft. Like keep my street cred. right. Like, yeah. I eat cartilage. I, you know, you don't, you don't like
0: the taste of the cartilage or anything. I mean, it's
2: like it's just something like I want to feel like I'm completing you're the not job. wasting no waste yeah yeah but well, do you
1: break it open and get the marrow out of it too
2: no, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean i have done that my stepfather used to do that um i don't do it but only because i don't think it's like if you need a bone marrow transplant like you can't it, there's no relationship <laughs> yeah, there, there's no. yeah so yeah, yeah. i don't do that but my um, wife does
0: that yeah. cleans the like chicken bone off like, oh is that right entirely too yeah, yeah
2: like I hate when I'm eating chicken with someone, uh, like chicken wings, especially, and like, you, you're like, did you, did you eat this? or is it? Because you're just coming, coming of, back later, right? You're coming you kind back of switched to this language, it around right? in your mouth a little bit. Yeah, and at that point, it's like, well, we both ate five, except <laughs> you didn't really eat five, right? Uh-huh. You you kind of ate two. So why don't you just <laughs> eat two? Yeah, all the way, all the way, and I It'll can eat easy. eight. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Yeah. Right. I don't think
0: it's a big deal. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, you should tell that. Before you go out to eat right, Checking right. with people, you should just be like, just so you know. I, I never think policy. about it until
1: I'm with someone that they're not finishing much of it. Right. And then I realize how much exactly. it bothers me. It,
2: it really does. <laughs> it bothers me. I don't know why. It just really does. It's, and, I'm
0: sorry. It's like you ever seen bears eat salmon out of, a, out of a river? And they're just ripping, they just rip the skin off. They only eat the skin.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Whoa. It's bears th- just went down on my list. Isn't clean, is that crazy?
2: Yeah, yeah. You think matters?
0: nature would be like the least wasteful, you know? Exactly. Instance, but yeah, they just rip the skin but off. It's eat probably the skin. one of
2: those things where they just eat the skin, and either they drop it in the uh, the water or and then some other animal is he hopefully ne- eats all the other <laughs> yeah, stuff, that's you know. True. But I'm gonna write a I'll write a trivia question about that. You
1: know? <laughs> like awesome.
2: every, every time I hear something, I gotta write a question about it, and like oh so. When I grew up in New York, there was no Korea Town. L.A. has a massive Koreatown. Um, it's filled with the Mexicans, in case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. it, it really is. Tough. But now New York has a Korea Town, And uh, it's like near, um, near the Empire State Building. It's just like two or three blocks. But chicken is a big thing in Korea. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Korean right. fried chicken is yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so good. But I, I wrote a question about that before because that came about because of the Korean War.
0: The, so chi- like, the chicken
2: did yeah like black gis in the korean war introduced them to fried chicken no way and they took it and you know really ran with it yeah. right
0: well i mean would at that point would they have been putting like sauce on it like nashville chicken or is because i uh, wonder because maybe yeah because it's like similar like nashville hot chicken and like some of the korean fried chicken there. it might be yeah it
2: similar. might be i don't know like what where these black guys were from in the in, in the u.s but there's some there's that's some connection there. Right? I just
1: had some. there's a new there's a few opening up around here and I Where'd had you one. Yeah, Dave's, uh, Dave's hot chicken?
2: That's pretty good, I think.
1: That's not Korean chicken. No, that's no, that's Nashville. <laughs> Yeah, we're <we'll> talking <laughs> about Korean chicken. Not. All right, Korean Dave's chicken. Dave's hot chicken is the best hot
0: uh, chicken. Chicken in the kitchen. Have you been there?
1: I don't know what it was called. It was by a theater.
0: I love our all viewers right. are gonna love us talking about local I, all right. Korean I will food. say but
2: Dave's hot chicken is a Dave's has been Dave's is a lot of places. I think. They, they start in LA, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And and so I'm I kind of I flirt with vegetarianism. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But after this, after I broke my veneer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, that's not going to happen with celery. Right. Yeah. Exactly, exactly.
1: I mean, carrots, though. Carrots could mess you up. Uh, carrots out. could. You're right. So be you're careful.
2: Right. Right. Maybe I'll, <laughs> just, I'll just, I'm just going to go to a, like a smoothie diet. Like everything I eat, <laughs> I'm going to have to smoothie <laughs> it first. Which kind of reminds me of that. I just saw this thing. What is a girl's name? There's a whole Netflix show about this girl whose uh, mom made her act like she was in a wheelchair. Oh, right. I can't think of her name. It was bizarre, dude. Yeah. Like her mom basically had a scam going Uh and told everyone she had all these diseases and she couldn't walk and all this other stuff. To the point of installing a feeding tube. But she could eat. She could walk. Yeah. And the mom just sort of like raised her this way. And wow. so when I said smoothie, that made me think of that. She they, she would sm- like blend chicken and stuff, and just put it directly into her stomach via this feeding tube.
1: Your teeth would be fine that way. Yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah, that's an option. You just need
2: to find them. A- mother right. figure like that to take yeah, it yes it it kind of makes first dates a little awkward just sort of like here's <laughs> what i'm looking for <laughs> i'll have the blended steak yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> so yeah. slurp it up well can you talk a little
0: bit about you know growing up you grew up in harlem you said no 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 Where? i did that's why i started comedy oh, okay. i grew up in brooklyn brooklyn yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Coney Island. brooklyn and um at what point did you know you wanted to start doing comedy
2: That's a good question. I think for me, um, I always loved it. I always got a kick out of being funny. Not that I wouldn't wouldn't say I was a class clown or anything, but I I loved comedy, Um, studied it. Whenever it it was on, I'd watch it. And I think it was like, I didn't consider it as a thing until I was in college. And I started kind of like hosting things. Like I would host... The talent shows and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Right, crack a few jokes. Where'd you go to college? Um, New York Institute of Technology. So oh, cool. small college in New York, in uh, Long Island, and um, I was a computer science major. And so one summer, we come back from break, and a guy I knew, um, and we we connected again in L.A. So he actually ended up being in show business. He he ran like a studio, like operations at a studio. Like he would drive us the car around. So anyway, but back then, he was like, just like, he was a dancer. He was a real dynamic guy. Um, his name is Mike. Shout out to Mike. I think he moved to England, but I mean, he might be back. So anyway, um, one summer we came back. I think it was sophomore year, junior year. And he was like, oh, yeah, I started doing comedy. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you? Yeah What does that mean? Yeah, he was funny, but I'm like, I, I'm the one who loves comedy. And so shortly thereafter, I was at a... a, a um, it's called the Black Business Expo, sort of a showcase of black businesses. They used to have it. I don't know if they have it still. It was in uh, Jacob Javits Center in, in, in New York City. And I came across a comedy club. They were there trying to, like, get business. Like, it was the Uptown Comedy Club. Shout out to them. Um, and I was like, well, how do you perform there, you know? And right. he told me how to do it. They said, come on a Wednesday. We give a little workshop. And so, like, I was like, oh, I bet. So that had to be, like, one weekend then right. that weekend i went to a comedy club i went to the improv just just to see the show then i went to the uptown <clears throat> excuse me uptown comedy club to do the wednesday sort of ref- uh, uh not a class but you know workshop yeah and then the next sunday um so like a week or two from that moment i went on and uh, wrote my jokes and you know and it was good yeah. i wrote my first set was really just one sort of sex joke, and then two musical parodies. Yeah. Oh, nice. With with instruments or no, no, no. but with with props though. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I did one Michael Jackson thing, of course, which another comic named Gerald Kelly did too. But I didn't know he did that. I may have even done it before him, but. Uh, He did it really well, and it became his thing, so I stopped doing that. Uh Um, Shout out to Gerald Kelly, hilarious. Um, And Flex Alexander also, he did a a great Michael Jackson impression. So then you you learn there's levels to it, and maybe impressions aren't my thing. But I did a Michael Jackson impression, and he sang a song. Instead of Remember the Time, it was Remember the Time When I Used to be White. And and Gerald (laughs) Kelly literally had the same song, different words, though. We both wrote that song with different words. I don't even know if he ever saw me do it. I saw him do it and I was like, oh, no, I don't, he does it really well. Right, yeah. right. And then right, the other right. thing I did was um, Stevie Wonder. Uh, so the whole thing, and I, w- I had these long setups. I would just, like, I wanted <laughs> uh, to make sure everyone knew what I was talking about. Really, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> like, and, like <laughs> Arsenio, I, think, I, I think I may have gotten that from Arsenio too, but he would jokingly do that, like, do an impression and just turn around, come back and do it, you know, like, again, tell you over and over again what the impression is. So it was like, um, and I had sunglasses, and it was like basically Stevie Wonder if he was singing Jungle Fever, but it was about Roseanne Barr. (laughs) (laughs) And it was called Junk Food Fever. (laughs) it was... It's ridiculous, yeah. yeah right. it was, uh, did Roseanne ever see it? No, nah, no, it never, it never got it never got to that level. Yeah, it was like uh, I've got junk food fever, can't say no to pizza. I'm a uh, big Gaddiva. It was yeah. Too bad you didn't dust those ones off for your first dry bar special. I know, right? <laughs> Imagine that alternate timeline. I'd be getting canceled. A, there's already a joke on my dry bar that people like try to cancel me for. Oh shoot! Which is like it's the whole thing about having a platonic friend and uh the joke really just means you know take take caution or be be sort of empathetic if you know someone like you likes you, guy or girl don't you know don't you know don't twist the knife if you don't like them back right yeah. right, and I jokingly say like it seems like I'm telling people who to date, so people kind of take things literal they don't you know so mm-hmm. it's weird to see people fight back and forth like that's not what it means, and people are like. Yeah, great, Dwayne. You know, you're telling people who to date, like you're telling women. who to... I'm like, no, I'm not, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that's a thing. But then some people who kind of think get what I was saying, they're fighting back. And so I, you got to stay out of it because then you jump in and then it gets worse because you think you're going to make it better. <laughs> yeah. But the worst part about that is people. Um, I've been at this a long time, so people telling me uh, you stole that joke off Reddit. And like, I should have responded, but then you, you, you like you're wasting your time on something right but I'm like how did I steal a joke from Reddit that I did on Conan in 1999 (laughs) yeah you have a lot of
1: explaining to do
0: yeah
2: (laughs) that's amazing yeah let me just pull
0: up the TV archives for you guys
2: where's the DeLorean where did I how did I jump in a time machine and go back and that's So, so funny yeah it's really it's really bizarre so Anyway, uh, yeah, started in Harlem. That was great, and that was like they called it the New Jack segment. And um, you know, they can can he stay? And then like sometimes I did, well, sometimes I didn't. And, and then I moved to Boston, and so then my comedy took a turn. And I always wonder because then it, it, like in New York, I was doing mainly black shows, and it was really like the thing about comedy is like I think you become a comic after you bomb. After you bomb, and then you still do it, Yeah, right. you can say, okay. Because you know, it's all fun and games until you bomb, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I don't know. I don't know if I would have been able to figure it out. I think I would have. But, yeah, it's just my comedy may have taken a different look and feel. Because then For Boston sure. was a different thing. And, but Boston comics are, are absolutely hilarious. So that was, um, that was a good journey. I'm glad my journey went there. Um, and yeah, and I started with some really great guys. Like I basically started with Tracy Morgan in a sense. I think, wow. he, I think he started, he went on stage the week before me, I think for the first time. Wow. And I, and here's the thing, like I don't do a great impression of him, but <laughs> I do it. Okay. When I saw Tracy, first time ever I saw him, I was like, I should learn how to impersonate him because he's going to be famous. Yeah. 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 Like just, you, there's just no denying, you know? Can yeah, you
1: yeah. do Tracy for us right now
2: or no? <laughs> somebody, somebody gonna get pregnant. <laughs> if I lock in, I gotta lock into an impression. I'm, I'm, I'm like method. I can't just do it out of the blue. You be right. Tracy for a whole day, right? Right, right, right. All right. man on the moon kind of thing. That's
1: wild. You did a ton yeah. of Conan. Is Conan a good guy?
2: Yeah, yeah. Do I like mean, him? you know, I, I'm, you know, I, I really only talked to him at the show, but he seems to be a great guy and you know i've done some writing packets i didn't get hired but i know people that work there so by, from all accounts he's great my, my friend brian Kylie, he actually worked on a monologue for years like from from the early days in new york all the way up through the tbs days yeah and wow. i've done conan i've done the show like i don't know seven or eight times i think and they told me this uh I maybe Bill Burr, I think, did it, but he did the couch. I think I'm the only comic to do every iteration of Conan's show. Oh, that's cool. Because he was only okay. on The Tonight Show for a little while. So I did... But I did
1: you did The Tonight Show one? Yeah, oh, I, did, I, did, I
2: did The Tonight Show Conan, and I did the TBS Conan two or three times, and I did the New York Conan, wow. uh, like, I don't know, maybe four or five times. Yeah. So I did, I've, done a lot, I've done it a lot. And, and I also was on the short-lived Jay Leno show. I was we saw there. that. We were
1: looking at your credits before. I'm like, whoa, points yeah, yeah. on tons of things on every show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think I just need to do a better job of telling people what I've done <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I, I, I was just thinking about it in the bathroom. Just like I was like, I always say it, but maybe this is the year that I just get a little bit better at marketing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what I love about Drybar. Like you guys, Drybar has done so much in that space. So I don't have to, right? And I like that's where I want it to be. But you know, you have to do things you don't like. And I think as a comedian, that's one of the big lessons because I don't know about you guys. You get into comedy, there's a sense of I'm my own boss. I do what I want, right? And then you're like, oh no, I, I still gotta. I I get to do what I want for one hour at night.
1: Yeah, but everything but around still a, a do, lot of
2: doing what I don't want. Don't want <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah,
1: social media and marketing—that stuff's exhausting. So exactly. I'm jealous of the people that like like it. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Because right. it just really is just draining.
2: Yeah, um, or people who intuitively understand. Yeah, how yeah, it work yeah. And... exactly. Right, right, and you can be both. You can be good at both, but typically, typically, you know, you're going you're going to be stronger at something than something else, right? For sure. right. It's like sports. Like the guy with the 40, 40 inch vertical usually isn't a great jump shooter yeah they're not (laughs) three-point (laughs) shooters. and what's crazy about that is life like we we kind of think we we own our strengths and weaknesses and we don't understand to what extent their choices you know because i mean mm -hmm. if you guys are sports guys and people may not be sports people but you you know there are lessons to be learned the guys with the 40-inch verticals how many of them are not three-point shooters yeah until they can't jump 40 inches anymore and now they're three-point shooters. You're like, whoa.
1: Yeah. So right. if, you,
2: if you did that when you had the 40-inch vertical, you would have been unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like Vince Carter, basically, he played 20 years. The first 10 years, he's dunking on everyone. Yep. The last yeah. 10 years, he's shooting three-pointers. Right.
1: Well, even like, like the greatest, like LeBron, his jump shot's gotten better as his, right, he's still right. crazy athletic, but he's not as athletic as he right. was exactly. in his prime. Exactly, exactly. And his jump shot's gotten better, but yeah, that's wild.
2: So. You know,
1: maybe so maybe really late in life, I'll get good at marketing. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> when you lose your 40 inch vertical, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've learned something. That right. I don't have to try; it'll happen later. What's
0: your on. 40
2: inch vertical? Yeah. Oh, it's my. Uh... You <laughs> went, no no, no one. No one would know that. Yeah, I think. I think if you <laughs> if you know it, that means you can jump hella high? Because why would you even? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean. That's funny. Like, I dunked a basketball before. I'm only 5'10". Yeah, that's um, cool. But only never in a game. Only, like, in a non-game situation. Yeah. I've done it two times. Um, other than that, it was tennis balls. And the last time I did it, I was 25. So I felt good about that. But then, that's that.
1: <laughs> yes, there you go. It's something I'll never do, so it's cool you did it. Right, right, right.
2: <laughs> Just got to apply. I, it's not too late, I guess.
1: Yeah, there's always time.
2: Well, I, actually, I... I actually know someone who was, he was, I don't know, at the time, late 30s. And he was, he was like, one of, he had a bucket list thing. Shout out to Mike, um, Michael Magic. Uh, he, he was like, I want to dunk. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's like 5'8", five, 5'7", five, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, I, I want to dunk. And he was just training toward it. I'm like why unless they're gonna do unless you 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 reach the goal and they do some kind of documentary like <laughs> yeah, be, it sounds like a documentary there's got to be better things you can do with your life <laughs> That's so
0: funny. it's
2: like it's why rough. why do you want it,
0: it it seems like a, a little bit of a um juvenile goal for a Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely.
2: <laughs> and and like I know you were about to say something, but also like I I, I learn from sports, but I don't equate like okay, say you do it, right? You <laughs> five eight. He was like a he was a trainer, so he was in sh- good shape, and he played soccer. So you five eight, you like thirty five, which is crazy mm-hmm. or whatever he was at the time. You do it. You dunk a basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what? What's yeah. next? <laughs> what happens after that dunk a
1: basketball and die happy is what I've always (laughs) said yeah and 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 it's the same thing with
2: running a marathon like I have one friend who she runs a bunch of marathons and for her it's been it's been great because she's sort of gotten in shape and all that stuff but the other thing is like running a marathon and people go I'm gonna I'm gonna run a marathon because it's like then I can do anything I'm like all right, skip the marathon (laughs) and just do anything (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 and, and the first guy who ran a marathon uh i believe his name was Phidippides, something like that it, the whole thing with the marathon is just the exact you may notice but it's, it's the distance between marathon which is a city yeah. in Greece, and athens
1: right he was delivering a message right right
2: right. so he had to go and tell them like they won the war or whatever and he probably ran his sandals yeah and the whole thing he was so excited he didn't stop And that distance is exactly 26.2 miles. And he got there just, and he was like exhausted. And he was like, we won the war. And he died. (laughs) And then other people said, we should do that. (laughs) Right.
1: He died with a smile on his face. That's That's what the dunking guys do. Right, right, He dunks that. That's funny. So excited. The other
0: funny thing is like that wasn't his only goal was just to run that distance. He had a goal inside of a marathon.
2: Right, like, right, I have to deliver something first. That's exactly right. right. So, like, like, so the guy who wants to dunk, like, is there a message at the t- on, the, on the rim for you? Like, yeah, yeah, someone... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, is the secret to life on the rim the yes, you have to yeah. 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 and get it Please.
0: right? Yeah, otherwise, what are you doing? Stop it! No. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm always trying to figure out. Where do I like expend effort? Right, right, right. What do I try to try to do? Because there's it's, so many things I'm interested in. We've right. been asking
1: that about you as well. Right, right. What is <laughs> right, the, right, right. The, <laughs> Taylor like
2: to do? But now I know I need to dunk a basketball. Right, right. Well, you, well, you know, I have this system of productivity um, called uh, it's. It, I, I call it the grid, but also when I first um, started it, it's called uh, it's called Cake. Um, <laughs> I'm listening. So it, was, it was cake, but I, but I I I took liberties because first it was cake with a hard C. The sec it was C-A-C-E, but the second C was a hard C. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then I said, you know what? I can just make it a K. It's my own thing, right? I can right. Just, so that way I don't have to confuse people. But the K is is conditioning, <laughs> <laughs> spelled wrong. Or it's C or it's, or you can use a C, but it's a hard C. It was either way. It required a little bit of explaining. Yeah, 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 So C, so C A C E cake, and I, 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 I like everything I have to do falls under one of those letters, and then I assign how many. um, It's been it's trial and error, but you assign how many units that thing gets per week, right? Okay, and a unit is um, roughly half an hour, maybe twenty five minutes. Unit, and then you can sort of like take a five minute break, but a unit is twenty five minutes. And so cake, C-A-C-E, content, because I'm a comedian.
1: Okay.
2: So that's going to be blog writing, joke writing, script writing, any kind of thing. And I have, so there's like three or four different types of content, right? yeah. Administration, that's emailing, social media, da-da-da-da. Totally. There's three or four different types of admin that I, and and sometimes things don't fit neatly, but I kind of make them fit into that. Third C, okay, conditioning, just being in shape. Right. Okay. E elevation, and that's what's important about that is that you can you can gauge how like if you're too busy. You, one way of gauging, I think, too busy is if you don't have time to do something you like. Right. That may not add to the bottom line. Right. So uh, for me, that's going to be something different for, for everyone. For me, elevation might be Spanish. I'm learning Spanish. Playing the guitar, I play awfully. Things like that. Right. And so, I, and then I assigned how many units. They each get a week, and then um, and then uh, yeah, I have a a grid, and it's like, and what I've learned is it, it it's like instead of it being more of a, and sometimes I'm off grid because like I have like I'm working on a game show, I really don't have that much free time. I'm not going to hold myself to the same standard, or I can lower the number of everything. But what I found this this system, and I'm kind of you know giving you the broad overview, it it wasn't as much a uh, uh, productivity system, which it is as much as it's become uh sort of uh, 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 some sort of archive of how I spent my time because mm-hmm. then what I f- find is like like some things every week without fail i I do all the boxes, yeah, like content i'm always hitting right. that mark admin i'm not hitting that mark, so then it's like. From a productivity standpoint, it's like, oh, well, you got to up the admin. But also, if you take a step back, you'll be like, maybe I don't want to do the admin. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you you kind of like. Maybe
0: a lowercase a. Rather right, 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 right.
2: <laughs> so it just, when you said that, it makes me, it's just a way of sort of like both managing your time, but also gauging how you spend your time. Right. You know? And, cool. um Yeah. And it's been good. It's been good. So um, now the thing is, you know, I've. What I've learned from is I'm not really lazy, even though sometimes I feel like, I always feel like I'm not getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. But then I check mm-hmm. my things, to do list, I check, and I'm like, I'm, I'm getting stuff done. I got to give myself, you have to be like the right amount of heart on yourself and the right yeah. amount of like, okay, you did okay. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Um, and social media is, is, you know, I know people will actually like put things on their phone to like jam them up so they can't do it.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? So yeah. it'll, I, t- it'll take your time. Yeah, absolutely. It'll take it fast. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited for Taylor to apply some of these things, and then <laughs> the, cake, the cake system. <laughs> yeah, I can show it's you on you my computer. Them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I call
2: it. I call it TCB, which is a, 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 just confusing. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything, but because Elvis had that, you know, taking care of business in a yeah, flash. Yeah, yeah. So the first time I did it, for some reason, and I, I said, "What are you doing, Dwayne?" <laughs> but I literally, I first printed it out on a piece of paper it was like a spreadsheet and I could like write on it. Yeah. And just, I don't know why I was so literal. I superimposed a lightning bolt on it. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> All right. just, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, just. Dwayne, whatever
0: works for you, man. <laughs> right. We're it. We're <laughs>
1: that
0: watermarks that so someone can't steal your system. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Completely ridiculous. So That's, oh, that's man awesome. That's a good way to think about it, though. Are those in order of priority? Like like content is yeah, first, content. then admin, then Yeah, yeah. And, 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 conditioning.
2: and family. Well, they're supposed to be like all equal because like, you need to do them all. But eventually you see that at least instinctively or some of these things are more important to you. Mm-hmm. Just by virtue of the fact that you get them done. Right. Totally. Either they're easier for you or more important depending on yeah. how you look at it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Well, we want to
0: give you, before we get yeah, out oh, of here. This we, time's
1: flown by. Yeah, yeah, Seriously. yeah.
0: Seriously. You're, you're
2: fun, Dwayne.
0: I'm a chatterbox. <laughs> <yeah>. well, <laughs> it's oh, been girl. awesome to listen yeah. to you and learn from you. Um, do you
2: want to give any kind of shout outs? Well, or you're saying
1: you want to talk about plugs? podcasts and books? And- oh, sure.
2: Yeah, thank you, guys. Um, you know, thank you. I have my dry bar specials, so definitely check those out. Um, Please believe it, and Dwayne Explains. My um, other special, um, Take Note which um, I'm very proud of as well. That's on various things. It might even be on Tubi. I, it's on so many things, I can't even <laughs> tell you what it's on. But if you type in Dwayne Perkins, take note, that'll pop up. Um, my, my book, Hot Chocolate for the Mind, that's available on Amazon, as is um, my book, uh, Zombie Run, which is a love story in a post-apocalyptic world. That's um, available on in audiobook form, in on on like kindle and uh very proud of that um did you do the narration for it no we hired a guy and we actually did the one thing that gets my goat up <laughs> really bothers me i mean not really but you know and i i turn around and i do it and that is we hired a guy who's english to do an american accent <laughs> uh. and i'm so sick of these brits taking our jobs <laughs>
1: And then you're do, part of the problem. I do the yeah, same exact thing. You know what they do is,
2: they do the British accent first. And you like it. You're like, oh, that's cool. And then they go, I can, you want me to... Then they do the American accent. You're like, oh. Like, you, your mind is blown every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you don't even know if he's better than the other ones. You're just like, we got to have this guy. Yeah. Just based yeah, on the, yeah. the versatility alone. <laughs> Seriously. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. And so he, he did a great, great job. Even though, like, on some words, he... Uh, like, I think, Status, and the, the lead character's name is Alicia. He would say Alicia, but we, we fixed that. But he was great. And so anyway, that's an audio book. It's called Zombie Run. I think, we, yeah. That's think cool. We What's your other book, there. The Hot Chocolate for the Mind? Um, basically, that's just um, a book of short stories or you know humorous essays, you, you could say. That's cool. I started writing that because I was always a big fan of David Sedaris. I've, I've read a oh, lot of his so books. so great. So funny. It's the only time like I've I've like read something and like laughed out loud, like reading something, yeah. like yeah. like as if I was at a comedy show. So he inspired me to do a blog just just to do it. And I did that for a while pretty religiously. Then I took the best blog uh entries and made a book out of them. Basically. Oh, cool. That's, oh that's cool. And that's, and that's hot chocolate for the mind. Because um I don't know, I felt like people were telling me who were fans of the blog that it, it's kind of inspirational and it ended up having like a good, like a heartfelt thing, but more like telling people sort of like get their mind right. So that's why I named it that, which is obviously a play on some, some other book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which will not be mentioned some on the podcast. Right,
1: right. <laughs> We're not promoting that. Man. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, it's been an absolute joy talking to you today. You <laughs> too, guys. Thank yeah. you so thanks much. Yeah, thanks for being here. Glad so to fun. Me. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And, uh, you guys do a great job and dry bars, spectacular. And people always tell me, should I do Dry Bar? I'm like, of course. Of course you should. Now, do they want you? I don't know. You got to ask them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. It well, does. thanks again for being here. Let's we'll do our classic sign off.
0: Class. <laughs> Let's keep it classic. Why not? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, check out drybarcomedy.com for upcoming shows and uh, new releases, merch. And uh, thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.
1: Bye, everybody.